more of High Tide on 2SM and the Super Network. Thanks to Shimano. Tomorrow's tackle today. I dare say, Ben is so fired up about getting uh, all the the news together. He said it was 10 degrees. It's 10.8 in Sydney at the moment. I'll take the point eight, Ben. I'll take the point eight. I'll take that. And at the moment, it's 14 degrees up in Brisbane which we're just about to head in a few moments' time. The forecast for today's Sydney Harbour, Pittwater and Botany Bay, uh, westerly below 10 knots, pretty much the same offshore, northeasterly 10 to 15 in the afternoon. That's in the enclosed waters. Offshore today, north to northeasterly, around about 10 knots, seas below 1 metre and southerly as well, below 1 metre as well. Time to say hello to the gypsy. Travelling Wilbury. The Travelling Wilbury. <laughs> Laurie McAnally, good morning. Yeah, I wish I had the money of the Travelling Wilbury. <laughs> there's some fairly rich gentlemen. Well, they're dead now, but there's some fairly rich gentlemen amongst that little lot. Yeah, it was, yes. And not only that, they had some talent. Yeah, they were good. They just, you sit down and play <laughs> and listen to them, yeah. If you've ever heard me with a musical instrument, you wouldn't worry. <laughs> Join the club. <laughs> I'm good with a fishing rod, which yeah. is lucky for me. Now, after last, when we left last... Uh, well, one first thing, it's cold here. What are we, what are we doing here? What's this 10-degree, 11-degree rubbish? Well, that's because you're coming south. Oh. Ugh. Well, anyway, we've been... The last three weeks, it's been 26, 27, 28. We had a few days at 33. Clear, sunny. Lovely. Not much wind. Pretty lovely. It's quite nice up there, you know. Yeah, I know. And Julie's almost decided that, yes, it might be better, you know, for winter that we move north. I agree with her. Well, yeah, it is a beautiful... It is pretty a, good. That's nice. It is a beautiful 21 degrees in Darwin as we speak. Yeah, well, not not that far north, but uh, north. Yeah, anyway, it was, it was solid, very good. And when we left last week, I was heading out for an early morning barramundi uh, hit at, oh, that's uh, right. Yep, at the lake at Mount at Mount Isa, and I didn't get any barramundi. But the, the locals informed me the water's still a bit too cold. They fire up when it gets a bit, you know warmer. But I got I got a couple of sooty grunner, a couple of archer fish, a freshwater. What did I get? A freshwater long tom, which is an ugly looking thing, uh, and a couple of other bits of. I got a little. Um, some sort of grunter, I don't know what it's called, but I had quite a good morning. I bumped into Bob Catter, of all people, <laughs> out of the dam. <laughs> he seems like a very nice person, slightly eccentric, but otherwise all right. <laughs> That's one way of putting it. Hey, look, no, back. The, locals, the locals love him. Yeah, well, he's, he's Queen, North Queensland, first, second and third. That's a good thing about him. Yeah, but you can't miss him. He's driving around in this, you know, a, a really nice white... Uh, Land Cruiser with Bob Catter. <laughs> I've, uh, I've seen a couple of Qu- uh, Queensland parliamentarians do that, and they've got their name uh, on their shirt and all the bits and pieces. Oh, oh, so, no, yeah, well, they, so they don't someone, forget the name. Yeah. What someone's called him, all hat and no cattle. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. So, but I, I did all right. But then we went on to Richmond, where Alan, Alan the fossils, we'll, we'll get to the fossils later. The real fish was caught by Julie later in the week, but that thing in Richmond with the uh, with the fossils is just fantastic. Oh, yeah. Chronosaurus rex, is it? Or what it's a, Chronos, it? Chronosaurus, yeah. Yeah, that's right. And Chronosaurus. Yeah. It is a big, you wouldn't, gee, I tell you, I said to Julie, gee, if you hooked him, you'd be in trouble. <laughs> did you like the lake in the middle of town at Richmond? Well, I caught a, I hooked about a 12 kilo barra there, Lake Alan Triffitt. Wow. There you go. So I had a quite a nice barra bouncing around on light gear and yep. uh, drew a bit of a crowd. That's good. <laughs> and I lost him. Oh, dear. No, he, got, he went, no, he ran that's fringe by weed. He stuck his head in the weed and the lure came out. Yeah. Anyway, look, fantastic. Yeah, yeah. And, um, but I caught more archer fish there and yes. I caught a few more um, little, little sooty grunner. No, look. The one point, uh, the, the, and you get poor old Steve uh, from Tenerfield coming on, begging them to open the, the the dam so they can have a fish there. Every water supply dam in Queensland is open to fishing and is fully stocked. Yeah. And we, we, we every time that we, you get the DPI and they mumble this miserable, oh, we're going to go, we're talking, we're doing this, we're doing it. The answer is, get off our rear end, folks, and let's start. We should expect that this is the case. Not, It shouldn't be our, you know, it's it's just... The water's there. It's going to get, particularly a place like Tenerfield, it's going to get treated anyway. You should allow some fishermen in, and you can put a, you can put your boat on on the, the, the 
you know, you can put an electric powered boat on, take your canoe and go for a paddle around, you know, and catch fish. Yeah. And uh, it's an absolute recreational resource that both, just by, just so you know how lonely you are, both Victoria and Queensland, uh, even their uh, main, main reserves, like um, in, around the drinking water reserves in, in Melbourne, they're all open to fishing. Yeah. And Brisbane. So, New South Wales, it's just, you know, it's just this dog in the manger thing. And, well, it's just basically a do nothing, you know, situation with the government. The, the new minister should, I haven't heard of him yet. Is she still in witness protection? Or we heard from her? <laughs> still in witness protection. <laughs> well, I haven't heard anything. I haven't seen no. anything come up on the emails. So, there must be nothing happening. Well, there was a there was a date for her to catch up with uh, Kieran Riki, but. Uh, when he found out that, that she was willing to sit down, his, his heart sort of had a little bit of a flutter, so we had to pop him into hospital. Oh, all right. I hope you're better, Kieran. He is. Uh, he's, well, he was well, 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 actually quite yeah. bright yesterday afternoon, which was great well, to hear. That's good. But when we went to the dinosaur exhibit, there was an empty glass case there. I said to Julie, that's for Kieran. <laughs> <laughs> now, I better tell you the real news. Yes. Well, we, we went fossicking on at, around. You can publicly fossil, I, I, and Julie and I hold a license to do so. And Julie found a fair income 1.2 metre fish. Huh? Yeah. Okay. Uh, may, it may even be unknown to science at the moment. So yeah. it'll, be, it'll be something Richmond Julii when it's named. <laughs> Richmond Julii. <laughs> No, no, no. This is, yeah. this is fair income. This is a, a, about a 1.2 metre, beautifully preserved. Uh, well, we can only see the bit that she's opened up. Um, but the guy who, the guy who was who runs the museum's been out and checked it all out and marked it all up and covered it in um, plaster so they can cut it out and and and, and, rest- and do it. But uh, this is a magnificent looking fish, yeah. Um, and we've got some photos. Good. So, oh, wow. uh, it's it's it's. Uh, been sitting there all alone for 97 million years, and now Julie goes and stirs it up. Stirs it. <laughs> I'm telling you, that is a warning to all fish out there, live or dead, for a couple of centuries. That Laurie McAnally's coming for you. Not centuries. No, Julie's but... coming for you. A <laughs> hundred million years. Yeah. Anyway, anyway, we we had a great time on the fossil field. I I got a, a couple of shark's teeth, and uh, we got a, a couple of very. Julie had another a jawbone of another fish, and I got a half a, I got like the head of a fish, which is quite good. So we got a few bits and pieces. It's worth, it's really really worth having a, a, a chip around if you if you know. But what we've as I said, what Julie's found is pretty significant. They have in the same area or within within sort of twenty meters or thirty meters of where Julie found her fish. They have found two um, swordfish, prehistoric swordfish. So, okay. um, but it's a it's a beautiful looking. Um, Fossil, so we're looking. At, it'll take about eighteen months out to, by the time they cut it out, and there's enormous amount of prep work to do when it gets back to the museum. So Julie's donated it, of course, to the museum. Yeah, because they've got. For those who don't know, they've got a number of paleontologists up there full time, haven't they? Yeah, yeah, and despite its value, it's been donated to the museum. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's three hundred grand. Wow. Okay. If you sell it. Yeah. But you can't in Australia. You actually can't sell fossils. Okay. Um, you, you can by getting permission and all the rest of it. So technically, it's it's very nice of Julie to do it, and they're worth a lot of money. But you can't do much with them. Yeah. You, you have to go through a lot of work to get it done. So no, but absolutely fantastic uh, thing. And yeah, it's well worth the trip for anyone who, who, who wants to do it. It's it's the accommodation's good. People are nice. Food's all right, yeah. and it's warm. People. <laughs> <laughs> We might take a break, Loz, and come back and uh, see uh, see what we can find yeah. out about current fish stocks. We'll talk about we'll talk about cold water fishing in South Rocks. <laughs> Fourteen after five. I used to drive seven hours to hospital and seven hours back. You know, when Bob first flew me to hospital from a chemo, it was such a relief. Can you imagine? Two day trip became two hours. What angel flight does is a godsend. So please, support the work of Angel Flight, or if you can, get involved as a volunteer pilot or driver, because helping Angel Flight 
helps people who really need help. Relax and unwind before you take off when you stay overnight at Ridges Gold Coast Airport Hotel. Located just a minute's walk to the terminal and a five-minute stroll to the beach, Ridges Gold Coast Airport Hotel is your perfect home away from home. Enjoy a sundowner and meal at Ridges Rooftop Bar with views along the Gold Coast beaches and the hinterland. Visit ridges.com or you can call 07-56198-198. There's a conversation going on. It's a conversation that will never end. Radio 2SM is at the centre of it all. Connecting you to what really matters. To the issues you care about. To the debate you want to be part of. This is Radio 2SM. When you take Arborvitae to help you manage arthritis and other aches and pains, you can do so with absolute confidence. Always read the label, use only as directed, and if symptoms persist, see your healthcare professional. To order online or to find the location of your nearest Arborvitae stockist, go to Arborvitae, that's A-R-B-O-R-V-I-T-A-E dot com dot A-U. Or you can phone Arborvitae on 1300 879 863. 1300 879 863. With a few simple clicks on the Finance Easy website, you can borrow a serious amount of money without even leaving home. They make finance easy, offering a large range of lenders with rates more competitive than the bank. Applying couldn't be easier. Just visit the Finance Easy website, provide a few details, and they'll take care of the rest. Go to financeeasy.com.au or call 1300-003-003. Australian Credit Licence Number 392182. If you want to learn how to light up your career in an electrical trade or organise the office in admin, MEGT can connect you with thousands of employers Australia-wide. Earn while you learn with the number one experts in apprenticeship and traineeships. With a dedicated accounts team in every state, MEGT supports you from start to finish. Find your me with MEGT and visit megt.com.au forward slash jobs. 2SM has Sydney talking. More of High Tide on 2SM and the Super Network. Thanks to Shimano. Tomorrow's tackle today. If only I could... 17 after 5. We're chatting with Laurie McAnally this morning. And time to take a look at uh, cold water cold fishing, water fishing apparently. I'm going to have to get used to it when I get back, I suppose. I'm... I'm getting a bit spoiled with all this travelling up to Queensland, but uh, we'll just wait and see. But the boys did catch some good fish through the week. There's still yellowfin on the coast, on the uh, shelf, sorry. Right. Uh, and a few, uh, what were those little things they catch with them? Um, not amberjack. Um, albacore. They caught some yellowfin and albacore on the shelf, um, trolling. So they're obviously, I'd say if you caught them trolling, if you went out and live baited, Live bait and burl, you'd probably catch a few more. But for those who haven't caught them, albacore are yummy. Really, <laughs> on the barbecue, really delicious fish. Right. Well, the yellowfin are no slouch either, but fresh albacore on the barbecue, it just can't be beat with a little bit of lime butter. Uh, yeah, you can't can't lose on that one. Well, the reason they trolled them, they were out catching blue eye, at the, or trying to catch blue eye at the mountain, but the current was a bit strong. They got two. They got two blue eye and a couple of gemfish, and then they went trolling. So, because they could see the actual surface fish jumping around. So, the mountain, by the way, is straight off Hat Head, 19 nautical miles straight off Hat Head. It's a fair run, but the marks are available at the shop. Just if you're visiting, you stick your head in, they'll give you a piece of paper with all that stuff on it. So, yeah, the mountain it's called off Hat Head. It's three miles long and about oh, you know, 700 metres wide. So, you can't, it's, once you've got the marks, you won't, you'll, you'll find it. It's not that tricky. All right, so that's that side. Bottom fishing been quieter this week. Uh, the leather jackets have finally thinned out a bit, but the the bottom fishing still okay, but not great. Snapper and pearlies in a few trags, the main the main go. Um, east of um, Scotts Head, the best area, uh, forty to fifty five metres, probably yeah, the, the idea. Kingy's still at Fish Rock, so they'll be there now till the end of October. <clears throat> These are good fish. Uh, every sort of full moon, you'll get a, a bunch more, and sometimes they get 
quite. You'll, you'll see some. Oh, I don't know this year. There'll soon be eight or nine kilo, most of them. But they're nice fish. But the really big ones will show up at some stage. I'm sure they um, they go through a breeding cycle at this time of year. And Fish Rock's one of those places. So really, really, really good spot. And there's a few spanner crabs for those who are interested. Straight out of uh, Little Bay, there's been a handful of spanner crabs caught. So that'll probably be the first thing I tackle when I get home because. They don't fight back much. And, uh, <laughs> well, no, they're easy to find. I can I can go out the front, catch half a dozen spanner crabs, and come home. And, and I get a few bounty marks for that. You know, you get oh yeah, yum. So um, yeah, and spanner crab ravioli is nice. Okay. If you haven't had it, have you ever had spanner crab ravioli? No. It's beautiful, yummy, yummy, yummy. Nearly as yummy as that Lebanese fish recipe that we used to use. Uh, you know, you've had the one, Alan, where they disassemble the fish and then they mix it all back up with tabbouleh. And, yes, yes. And 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 yummy and sesame. Uh, what's that? Sesame oil, sesame seeds. Tahina. Tahini. Tahini. Tahina. Tahina. Yep. And they put it all back tahini. together again, and you get this most. Mar- and it looks like the fish, but you. Yeah. And you eat it. It's one of the most marvelous Middle Eastern recipes you'll ever. I don't know what they call it, but we should put the recipe on the on the on the net. It's worth. It's it's worth gold that one. It's a beauty. Okay, on the beaches and rocks, still a few nice tailor. Uh, again, the tailor is starting to thin out, which is what's normally expected. You'll, we'll probably still get one little run of them again as they come south. Uh, but there's still enough to make a feed on the beaches. There's plenty of people getting their four, five, sixes, mostly on pillies or gars. Not so much on the lures apparently this week. Um, but they've also got a few a few brim. Not not huge, but. Uh, the beaches, there's enough to keep you busy. Rocks, a bit better with drummer. There's a few bonito off the rocks as well. So around the rocks, drummer, tailor, brim, bonito. And a few, there's dart sort of showing up. Not not in big numbers, but there has been some dart. Uh, but And good size too, but um, I'm not a dart fan. And some people eat them, some people don't. Um, <clears throat> in the river, quiet. Um, a few ludric along the walls. Again, the same as it's been all year. Sort of four, five, six fish for the morning. Uh, rising tide best, dew bite, probably the pick off the, uh, on the wire fence if you're going to go off the shore. Out of a boat, go over to the north north wall's the best spot. At um, at the White Rock is always the best bet for a good feed of ludric. Uh, there's brim, uh, but again, not, not huge. Um, but there's, there's certainly brim. A handful of school dewies, a, hand, a handful of flatties, and then... We, how long have we got to wait for spring, Al? What's, when's, when's the next, when's real spring? 22nd of September. About that, yes. If you want, if you go by the equinox. Mm. Or solstice, no, equinox. Equinox, it? yeah. Equinox. I've got to have, my brain's not in gear, it's too early. I'm sitting here in the <laughs> car in front of the motel. <laughs> I think we're suffering the same thing, to be absolutely yes. honest with you today. <laughs> anyway, that's about it for the week, so all pretty good. And I'm going to roll down Highway 1 and I'll be home at lunchtime. Oh, okay. Beautiful. No, we're, we're a tweet head, so yeah, this is the end of it. So, four hour trip and I'm home. The car didn't give you any grief? No, the Commodore. Get away. It's bulletproof, <laughs> mate. I did, I did what I did, exactly what I did at uh, uh, Kinchiga two years ago, though. I've, I've smacked the muffler on a tree root at uh, Ward River. Okay. <clears throat> well, that'll be a new. I've got the, the ozone sensor's gone. That's 800 <laughs> plus, plus whatever else. But that's my doing, not the Commodore's. Oh, well, that's all. <clears throat> and they don't, have, they don't have enough ground clearance, that's all. No. It's too much rubbish you got in the car. No, it's, there's no rubbish in this car. We travel light, mate. Yeah. Two bags. Two bags? Two bags and an esky. That's it. Okay. What about all the fishing gear? <clears throat> Doesn't no, count. No, there's only one one rod and a bag of lure, a box of lures. Okay, that's it. No, that's we, it. we 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 travel very smoothly. Okay, I haven't got any. I didn't meet any senior constables this trip either, which improved the <laughs> outlook a lot. Dear, <laughs> uh, I, was, I was at a Yamaha conference in Hobart during the week, and I was speaking to the boys from uh, Kangaroo Island down there, and they were telling yeah. me how good the fishing was down there. I said, "Yeah, I've had some good reports from Laurie McAnally." <laughs> <laughs> There you go. It is great. I'd love yes. it. I'd go back there in a bleak. Yeah. But he was yeah. saying the the the, the fishing fleet's been decimated down there from what they used to have, uh, the big companies going in there and making a mess of it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, well, it's 
industrial fishing's no good. It doesn't work. That's right. Well, it does, it's not good for the fishery. No. It's good for the individuals who make money out of it. Yes. But um, the fishery's still good, though. It's just yeah. where you go and what you do. But it's certainly not what it was. It's certainly a, a completely different look to what it was, yeah. Yeah. Oh. But I didn't have any trouble catching enormous amounts of fish down there. Yeah. <clears throat> nice place so. to be in summertime. Autumn, 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 autumn is the autumn. best. Okay. March, March through the end of June is fine. Yeah. The rest of it's rubbish, apparently. <laughs> well, don't forget, next stop, the next stop from Kangaroo Island is Antarctica. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, well, that's, that's the reason. And they have some very mixed weather, believe me. Yeah, if it comes from the south, it's cold. If it comes from the north, it's hot. <laughs> Yeah, that's it. That's the one. Okay, Larry. Like yeah. They fish just so you say, though, in South Wales, they fish in pretty protected waters. Don't yeah. investigate a strait. It's very, um, very protective from every direction except the west. Yeah. So, all right, we'll catch you next week. You have a safe drive home. Look forward to catching up next week. Yeah, I'll go and I'll, go, I'll sneak back in very quietly so I don't disturb the dragon. <laughs> Thanks, sorry. Oh, oh, no, she's she's happy. She won a Kino. She got a hundred and twenty bucks on Kino last night. She's oh, happy. good. Good. All right, I'll see you okay. later. Thanks, Laurie. Bye. <laughs> Laurie McAnally on his way home. We'll be back with more of High Tide in a minute. Imitators come and go, but there is only one John Laws. But the real problems are being caused by the Greens, and probably many of the things they suggest are good. In a utopia, we'd be able to do almost everything the Greens want us to do, but it doesn't work in reality. She's at the doctor's at the moment, but she's listening. She wanted me to tell you that she loves you and she's happy to drive the dump trucks on site on weekdays because they're the only trucks that hit your station and that she grew up listening because <laughs> my grandparents listen to you. I've heard people ring in and they've said things which is misinformation and you've said, hold on, hold on, and you've held them to account and I think you've done a very, very good job on that. The John Law Show returns Monday, 9am on 2SM. Have you been charged with a criminal offence? Need legal representation or advice? With our dedicated criminal team, you can have the peace of mind that you need on any day at any time. Contact our criminal law team at Brighton's Lawyers today on 1800 017 017 or visit brightons.com.au. Available 24 hours a day for expert legal representation Save 1-800-017-017 to your phone. Bryden's Lawyers, we do support you when you need it most. Looking for innovative appliances designed with the environment in mind? Then look no further. For over 110 years, Whirlpool has been a leader in kitchen and laundry appliances. Using patented Sixth Sense technology, Whirlpool guarantees outstanding results while saving precious time and energy. Watching the footy feel like a hot pie at halftime? The Whirlpool Crisp and Grill Microwave will cook you a perfectly crisp pie in only eight minutes, just in time for kickoff. So, have you got a Whirlpool? Visit whirlpool.com.au. You wouldn't operate a chainsaw blindfolded. You wouldn't ride your dirt bike blindfolded. And you wouldn't walk on your roof blindfolded. Yet too many people dig without searching before you dig online first. Because if you don't search first, you're digging blind. Avoid high-pressure gas mains and high-voltage electricity cables every time. Search before you dig online every time and never dig blind. A practical, inexpensive Father's Day gift idea is Stiff Sore and Sorry Pain Relief Gel. If you, dad or someone you know suffers from arthritis or aches and pains, Stiff Sore and Sorry is the present that keeps on giving. Always read the label and use only as directed. If symptoms persist, see your healthcare professional. To find the location of your nearest Stiff Sore and Sorry stockists, call Ray on 040 66 71 359. 040-66-71-359. Listen to 2SM online. 2SMSupernetwork.com More of High Tide on 2SM and the Super Network. Thanks to Shimano. Tomorrow's tackle today. If only I could go fishing down the river again. 
Welcome back to High Tide. Let's find out if we can speak to PJ this morning. Might be a bit quieter than yesterday. There's a bit of cabin noise yesterday. Good morning, PJ. Hey, how you going? Oh, that's better. No cabin noise. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I'm parked up now. Aha, uh-huh. much better. Much better. Yeah. You got to have a right this, yesterday? Yeah, it did. Yeah. It's um, stuff to stuff around in the morning. Yeah, no, come, come home pretty easy and give the truck a bit of a tub and ready to. Uh, start off this morning and yeah, uneventful so far. So. That's good to hear. Now, we were talking yesterday, and I made the mistake, we didn't know you did lobster last week, but I was saying I had a feed of uh, green lip mussels down in Tasmania done in a, a um, cream, but a coconut cream. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. That's, 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 to me, that's sort of like two contrasting flavours. I don't know how that'll go, but if you said it was all right, I might have to experiment with that. But yeah, I don't normally use the green lips. I just generally buy the black lip mussels and um, you know, there's so many different um, uh, mussel growers out there now. You can go to any of your reputable fish markets or even your supermarkets now, and you can buy a bag of a one kilo bag of mussels that are alive. Yes, well, I laugh when I see them because some of them have organic written on them. All organic, they're grown in the water. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know that, but that's why I just laugh. It's a nice bit of marketing, isn't it? <laughs> Oh, see, I don't know. Somebody's got their hand on it, I think, when they do that sort of thing. <laughs> Honestly, yeah, like, um, let me see. They put a rope or a chain into the water that the muscle spat collects on, then they grow it out, and then they harvest it. And when I say harvest, basically all they do is rip them off the chain or the rope and put them in a bag and ship them away. That's it. That's it. So that, that would qualify as organic naturally, wouldn't it? Yeah, that's right. That's right. There's no fertilisers because you can't add anything to the ocean to make them grow unless <laughs> yeah. something's growing them in tanks. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, um, a tank bread industry, well, then I guess they use that as the, the organic as the way to differentiate between commercially farmed in a tank or organically grown in a bay somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. But it still sounds like someone's got their hand on it. <laughs> so, so how do you do your muscles when you're going to cook them? Well, I, I normally buy black lips, as I say, and I'll, I'll just give them a bit of a scrub, like with a wet brush, and I'll just use a knife and pinch my thumb onto the the beard of the, the muscle against the knife blade and just give it a quick sharp tug and, and, and pull the beard off. And once I've done all that and got the barnacles off, I um, discard any that are open, Alan. Yeah. An oyster, if they're already open, discard them. And then I put them in a steamer basket and then steam them over boiling water and then they'll open up. And once the water's boiling and you put them on the steamer, they'll open up within three minutes, okay? If they haven't opened up, I'll discard those ones as well. And then... Once, 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 once they've steamed, I'll get a, a ragu going of um, tomato, like finely diced tomato, or if you haven't got any fresh tomato, you can use tin tomato. Um, diced or smashed tomatoes works well. Fry up some onion, uh, and then once you get the onion out, add some garlic and fry that up, and then fry your tomato in with the two and get that going. And then put the mussels into the pot that you're doing the tomato and garlic with and then um, get a nice white wine or a red wine and give it a couple of good glugs. You know, pe- people are going to say, what's a glug? Well, if <laughs> I pick up a bottle of wine and I just quickly upend it, it goes glug. And then, I, you know, crack your wrist back, so down and up, that's a glug. Down and up, it's another glug. So three down and ups, that's three glugs of wine. And depending on the size pot and depending on the size muscles, like you might be cooking two kilos for a big family or something or, you know, it just depends. But if I'm doing, a, say I buy a kilo of bag of mussels, that's the only enough for Linda and I, I'll do one onion, two cloves of garlic and a tin of tomatoes or um, four large fresh tomatoes. And I'll chop that up finely and stir it in together. Okay, question. 
What's yep. the difference? Why are some of them orange and some of them are creamy white colour? Well, I believe now don't don't hold me to task on this. I believe it's to do with keratin, the same as trout. So if trout are eating shellfish and yabbies, they get really, really pink flesh, orangey pink flesh, that's the keratin. Now mm-hmm. when the mussels are filter feeders, as you know, and when they're taking stuff in out of the water, if there's keratin in the stuff that they're eating, that's how they get the darker colour. So I'm led to believe, but I haven't had that verified by anyone from the industry. It's only from somebody that said they knew someone in the muscle industry. Well, I think they were wrong because I just checked it up while I was talking to you. And the orange ones are ladies and the white ones are gentlemen. Yeah, how's that? Not pink and blue. Yeah. <laughs> oh, but hang on, we can't do that because we can't assume their gender now. No, no, I was just thinking exactly the same thing. Well, I don't. I haven't seen any of them that, that identify any other way. What if the orange identifies as white, or the white well, identifies as orange? They haven't said they are. <laughs> it's because they don't have a voice. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's just getting worse. Let's keep going. <laughs> uh, anyway, yeah. So, well, there you go. Right? So, lady muscles and boy muscles. That's it. You can't, you can't say lady and boy now. <laughs> he, he, her, she, them, it, whatever. Um, so, you got a muscle, and you've got your you got your ragu going in the pot, right? And then you get your steamed muscles. And you place them in the pot, shell and all, and you stir them around. And stir them around, and you just get the ragu going blob, 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 simmering away, you know. And once you start getting a, a, a decent simmer going, that's when you scoop it out, put it in your plates and have a nice big baguette cut up into uh, uh, diagonal slices across the baguette so you just get that uh, visual um Appearance, and you can, can put butter on it if you like, and then you serve it with your favourite glass of red or white wine. Um, we used to eat um, with eat the mussels with a, a lambrusco, yeah, because um, it's a nice light wine. And if you get something that's got a light fizz to it, um, it goes pretty good too. But the, the main thing is, I steam them for three minutes till they all opened up, and after three minutes, if nothing's opened up. Not discarded. That's the important bit. It's a bit like eating an oyster that's crook. Yeah. And uh, and and you can do do it that way. And you have a big bowl in the centre of the table, and you pick the the mussel shell out with your hand, get your fork, prize the prize the um, meat out of the the shell, and you um, you can lick the shell clean and throw it in the bowl, wipe it on your bread, your baguette, sliced baguette, and you know. Um, take the tomato ragu off that way if you like, but yeah, it's to me it's just a great feed that you can get in your hands and all and and eat and then use a spoon afterwards to eat the rest of the ragu. I don't use the spoon; I use the mussels. Just dip them in and drink it out of them. Yeah, well, there you go. Just break the shell in half and then use one That's of the right. halves. Yeah, it's it's one of those things that you can eat anywhere out. You can make that up on yes. the beach. You can do it on the back deck of your boat. You can do it in the kitchen. You can do it out on your barbecue table. It's just a nice, easy meal. But, you know, like in time, when you have that a nice fiery glass of red, geez, it's a nice meal. Yeah. yeah and you'd be, you'd be surprised how many mussels you can actually eat when you cook it that way. Uh, the, the mussels don't seem to suffer like the oysters do with diseases either. Apparently not. Yeah, I've never got, I've never really got into the life cycle on, on that of a mussel. Like I've been into oysters because I've known quite a lot of oyster growers, but I don't know any mussel farmers. But um, they're just a, a really tasty meal. I tell you what, though, the thickest I ever got was from mussels. Um, okay. They were fresh. They were freshwater mussels. Oh, okay. And, and, yeah. yeah, and a mate of mine said, I'll cook these up for you. And I said, you know what you're doing? He said, yeah, yeah, I've done this hundred times before. <laughs> and, and, you know, then you get the, oh, it's the same as last time. We got sick last time too. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Yeah, I know. So, anyway, I was really, really sick. But, um, yeah, when I steam them so they open up, 
I've never had an issue like that before on the rock. God, gee, it's a nice meal. And it's not expensive. That's true too, yes. You know, you go, I think about nine bucks. You only go and buy a bag of mussels or 11 bucks or something. That was the last lot I got. And we cooked it up here and just just sat there with bread and the wine. And it, it's good conversation food. You know, everybody's dipping in and saying this is good. And you can put your, your, your bread into the sauce. The ragu and eat it that way and have it. Yeah, it's just a really nice recipe. And then the other one that um, I've done, which is simple, and anybody that's been to an all-you-can-eat smorgasbord will know, the steamed mussels drizzled with sweet chilli sauce is um, a pretty Ooh, easy way to go. Right. <laughs> but the idea well, of this Grant is to have them chilled. Hopefully we've made everyone hungry this morning. Yeah, I thought Grant said we're not going to talk about food at 5.30 of the morning. I, I haven't. I've sat here and I've been a very, very good boy, have you noticed? <laughs> <laughs> anyway. No, I'll take your tips because um, they always seem to work out pretty darn well for me. Oh, I'm glad, I'm glad they're working. And if anybody's tried the recipes out there and to get on the Facebook page and tell us how they went with the recipes we give out because – like, I'm I'm happy to always experiment with different things. I mean, like um, you know, <laughs> I experiment with parmesan in breadcrumbs, you know, and I've I've, I've crumbed fish in parmesan and breadcrumbs just for something different, you know, and then yeah, then salad fry it and it comes up really really nice. Mm. So mm, anyway, we'll think of something else to cook for next week, eh? After we have another fleet of mussels, okay. <laughs> yeah, you made me hungry. You know, oh, I'm just having chopped fruit for breakfast. <laughs> we, you've ma- we've made you hungry. Thank you, yeah. sir. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, okay, well, I've got to tell you, I called into Jerseyville Co-op. I meant to mention this yesterday. I called in on Thursday because I did delivery on Thursday into Southwest Rocks. And the co-op's got plenty of room here, so I just pulled the truck and trailer up there, renting, and I got some fresh local king prawns. Man, oh, man, they are the best wild king prawn I've had in probably three or four years. These things were superb. They were that good. What do they cost, Pete? They're 35 bucks a kilo. Sure. Sure. And And they were medium to large, Al. Okay. And, um, yeah, oh, gee whiz, let me tell you. With a nice garden salad, some lemon juice and cracked pepper. Mm-mm. Yeah, very nice. Yeah, yeah. So if anybody's out there, your co-op will be open until 12 o'clock today on a Sunday. You'll be able to get some nice fresh prawn. There you go. Okay, Pete. Right. Thank you, you for that. You have a great Bye. week. See you, Pete. Bye. There you are, Pete Johnson with a muscle recipe. Every eight minutes, an Australian is diagnosed with type 2 diabetes. Being overweight and inactive significantly increases the risk of developing type 2 diabetes and other chronic conditions. Walking regularly is the best exercise because you can easily build it into your daily routine. So let's get walking every day. Friday, 1st of September is Diabetes Australia Walk to Work Day. Join the walking class and learn more at walk.com.au. The world needs natural resources to build and power our future. For 25 years, Glencore has mined the coal, metals and minerals that advance everyday life, that power our homes and businesses and are used in almost everything around us, from electric cars to smartphones and smart homes. Making Glencore one of the world's largest mining companies you've probably never heard of. For more, visit glencore.com.au. Glencore. Advancing everyday life. Sustained performance in league is more than just one great game. It's about playing consistently game after game, season after season. Host Plus has delivered strong performance over the long term with top returns over 20 years. A top performing super fund over the long term, that's a plus. Issued by Host Plus PTY Limited. Super ratings SR50 balance index January 2023. General advice only. Consider the relevant Host Plus PDS and T&D at hostplus.com.au. Past performance is not a reliable indicator of future performance. Search, compare... Post Plus today. The seven-seat Kia Sorento. Kia's most awarded large SUV ever. Unlike any other SUV in Australia, the unrivaled Kia Sorento is available in diesel, petrol, hybrid and plug-in hybrid technologies. 
The Kia Sorento. Awarded and unmatched like no other seven-seat SUV. To find out more, visit kia.com.au yeah. or visit your nearest Kia dealer. Kia. Movement that inspires. Coming home, we're coming home. Hi, Mark Taylor here. This year I'm celebrating 25 years with Fujitsu. Get a digital prepaid MasterCard worth up to $450 with any eligible Fujitsu air conditioner. Plus, go in a draw to win a share of $250,000. Come home to Fujitsu Comfort. It's Australia's favourite air. Purchase eligible model by 31st July 23. Claim by 29 September 23. Retain receipts. Permits New South Wales TP02527. ACT TP2300451. SA T2327. T's and C's and exclusions apply. See website. Hey, it's Candy here. As a presenter in the world of sport, I see many powerful performances. Now, thanks to Azito, we're helping power your next DIY project. Did you know Azito's 18-volt range is powered by Einhell? German-designed quality, driving innovation and performance. So you can power over 85 cordless tool and garden products with the same battery. Azito, powering DIYers all day, every day. Exclusively available at Bunnings Warehouse. This is 2SM Sydney. More of High Tide on 2SM and the Super Network. Thanks to Shimano. Tomorrow's tackle today. If only I could go fishing down the river again. Welcome back to High Tide. Let's go out to the complete angle now. He gave us a bit of a teaser last week. So there's some new toys coming this week. Let's see if you got the new toys. Good morning, Mike. Good morning, guys. How are we all today? We're good. Oh. Did we get the new toys? I know, I know. Don't worry, we all get excited. I've been like an expectant father the whole week waiting to hear this, and I'm not kidding. I just, uh, that was the biggest tease I've ever heard. So, spill the beans. <laughs> well, the, the funny thing, actually, because all the new stuff kind of gets released, like at our, at our trade show a couple of weeks ago, but um, it comes through in drips and drabs, which is really the annoying bit as well, too. So, you know, it might not come in still for another couple of weeks, but yeah, some of the new stuff's turned up, and it's very, very nice. So, I started with just a couple of just little things so obviously that you know there's a couple of really big brands and obviously shimano and dyer are probably your two biggest and they they really are the really innovators of the tackle industry you know japanese um brands that actually design fishing reels and and all the other bits to go with it so always them guys tend to lead kind of from the front um so you look at them for inspiration and they've got some great stuff this year so the new stratic which is you know the stratic from shimano is probably up there with probably one of the most legendary reels going around it's been around for boy probably 30 years maybe maybe longer and it's probably gone through about five different versions of them um so they've just released the new stratic which is really nice so it's lighter again um it's got this new anti-twist system as well so you, you know that annoying line twist is is slowly getting eliminated um and also it's got better drag systems as well too now because everyone's fishing braided line as well. So they've done some really good improvements. That's a really nice reel, but that there should be starting to rock it into stores from now on actually. So um, keep an eye for that one. If you're looking for a new one, you've got Father's Day coming up and all that type of stuff. Um, and Diver's released some really nice stuff too. They've released a new bait runner or bait feeder range, um, which is really nice. A, a bait feeder is very underrated really. Like, they're such a great reel for just general fishing and, and obviously when you're bait feeding as well too. You can, you know, let a live bait out and fish it virtually unweighted. Um, so they've kind of reinvented that type of style of reel. So it's very, very smooth. You can still spin with them, um, but it's still got that bait feeder system. And, and they've got a new range from 3,000 to uh, 10,000 as well too. So good range uh, in sizes as well. So they're really impressive from them big boys, the Dyer and Shimano. They've got some really nice stuff. Um, and on the lure front, there's been a lot, but one of, one of the standouts is the new Rapala Crush City Soft Plastics. They've released some new little prawn lures, which just look fantastic. They've got these fantastic little kind of little plastic uh, legs on them, um, and they're made out of this really light material where you just get this fantastic action out of the lure. Um, and, and a prawn, everything eats a prawn. Like if you had to pick one bait fish that you could use, Pretty much everywhere, literally around the world, um, a prawn is one of them. And these guys have done a really good job of it. It's, we're very excited about this lure. It looks fantastic. They've got two different sizes um, and fantastic colour range as well. So um, they've just arrived, like literally just arrived actually only a couple of days ago. So they're just out on the wall now. So if you wanted to try a new lure, that is definitely one. Um, and then there was a couple of other new ones as well too. Um, Smith's Polaroids have brought out a new range of uh, fishing Polaroids, which are just fantastic 
fantastic for um, any type of, you know, fishing from freshwater to saltwater as well. They've got some really innovative lenses um, and just make just fishing so much nicer. Not only do you see the fish, but you just get rid of all that glare. You know, it's just terrible when you're fishing um, and you've just got that annoying glare um, and you just see through the water. So Smiths have got some really nice stuff there big american company um and even just little stuff as well too there's some new manufacturers producing some really nice even like rod holders um so there's some really nice stainless steel rod holders that can turn one rod holder into three which is all adjustable as well too every different angle vertical and also horizontal as well too so you can usually customize it to your boat um so yeah there's just so much little stuff as well that's that's coming through at the moment but yeah some exciting stuff from the big guys from shimano and daiwa um and there's new stuff turning up literally every day at the moment too. As I said, sometimes it does come through dribs and drabs, but um, yeah, so you'll see that stuff coming up into spring as well too. So, okay. yeah. so what can we catch with it? Where are the fish biting? <laughs> yeah, well, look, it's been good. We've had really nice weather. The weather's been great um, the last week and, and it looks good for the next week as well. So look, we've had really good, nice, calm conditions. That snapper season is just really starting to take into that full effect. It's really starting to kick in. Um, so still good reports all this week. Um, we've had really good conditions. Um, a lot of fish in, still in that 50 centimetre size kind of panties, but there's still some bigger fish around. And again, it's still um, in that deeper water. Yeah, it's just so consistent. The deeper water from 50 metres onwards has just been so consistent for them. So you do have to fish you know, slightly heavier sinkers um, and obviously fish some wider grounds, but it's been all up and down the coast. It hasn't been one hot spot. Balambi's been going crazy, but Maroubra, Longy, and obviously East Reef as well too, if you're up north of Sydney as well. Um, but that's been really good. The reef fishing's been good. There's been plenty of bycatch as well like the there's been plenty of flatties and moeys and all them type of species as well too off the reefs as well um nanny guy as well which is really good to see them come back um and the other thing that's really improved as well too is the squid reports last year we had so much rain and i think it really did affect um squid numbers there wasn't really a lot of spawning they didn't come into the estuaries to spawn because we had so much fresh water um and i think the kings why they've been a little bit quiet over the last kind of 12 months has probably been because of that reason um but there's a lot of squid around they've obviously had a few you know seasons well few you know periods to be able to to breed again because they breed probably every six months um so there's a lot more squid around at the moment and guys are catching all the little you know arrow squid inside the harbor and pit water and um in the hacking as well too and on offshore there's been them bigger larger southern calamari so it's really good if you like catching squid but i think it's going to be really good for the kings i think the king's going to start to turn up once that bait starts to come through i think the kings won't be too far behind um because they have been a little bit up and down the kingies so they have been around on the outer reefs but we haven't heard a lot inside it's been a little bit touch and go so um hopefully that will come up that that'll they'll come to fruition hopefully it does um but the rivers have still been good like you know it's very cold and very clear we haven't really had much rain at all still um but there's still been plenty of fun it's been like the fish that have been around have been really big it's been mainly obviously the the brim and flathead and jewfish and, and a lot of eps at the moment they're shree perch as well but they've all just been quality you know there's been a lot of good sized fish getting caught um and again you've got to fish a little bit more differently you've got to fish a little bit lighter and fish with the with the um burly as well too it may play such an important part this time of year but it's definitely worth the effort it's, it's still been really good with surprising we've had a really good strong winter you know fishing wise and um, same as all the luderick too the luderick um run has been fantastic this year it's the perfect time to give it a go if you haven't done that style of fishing um the weed's been really easy to get and they've been up and down the river they've been out in inside the main harbor and then botany and all the systems as well um so that's been really good fun um and there's been still like a lot of weird stuff getting caught up in the rivers too there was a small salmon school just at a uh, point the other day that i noticed which was really interesting so um, it's weird. It's weird, but we've had we've had no rain, so the fish have pushed right upstream. Um, so that's been really cool. Um, the game reports have been a little bit quiet. They're patchy still. Like they're still getting a few yellowfin and a few marlin, but it's still been a little bit patchy. But the currents look amazing. I have to admit, the currents um, that we looked early in the week just look fantastic, and we've got really good weather over the next couple of days. So hopefully, we'll get some more reports there. Um, and the other thing to consider as well is is the freshwater side of things. So we've got the long weekend is coming up soon, and that means all the rivers will be open. Um, but the dam fishing um, has been fishing really well. There's some really nice fish getting caught up in the local dams. Um, so they're about two hours away from Sydney up in Thompson's Creek Dam and Lake Wallace, which has got the 
big power station on it, um, and obviously Lake Lyle as well. Um, but there's some really nice track getting around up there at the moment. It's a really good time of the year to fish up there too. It's a bit quieter. Um, you don't get the skis out there on Lake Lyle, um, you know, disturbing you know, while you're fishing. Um, but, yeah, there's some really nice dam fish getting caught out there, and we're, we're not too far away from we'll be able to fish the rivers as well. So. So there's plenty happening at the moment. It's great. It feels like yeah. spring. The, the water's nice. The, the, sorry, the air temperature's nice, and the water's slowly warming up. It feels really good. Well, the grass oh, is oh. turning green. The, everything's starting to blossom. It is. To go and buy some new fishing gear. Yeah, exactly. The credit card's burning a hole in my pocket at the moment. How can I alleviate that, Mike? <laughs> well, there's there's two there's two fantastic locations. So uh, one at nine thirty eight Woolver Road, Villawood, just down from the Macano Satellites. We're open seven days there. Or if you're in the heart of the city, right on George Street in the um, Dimox Building on the third floor, um, you can go in there and get in a lot of trouble, as we always do. Call well, the fire forget, brigade. I'm on my way. <laughs> don't forget Father's Day is coming. Exactly. Exactly. So, yes, there's always an excuse, and that's a perfect excuse. We can run for that for at least a couple of weeks, at least. I think, so, that, was, I think that was an Alan doing a little bit of a hint there. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> it could be. I can organise lists as well, too, if we need it, to, to give oh, it to uh, others to put on the kitchen, uh, onto the the fridge, under the magnet, you know. I need and this. Got, so. And we've got some nice pink fishing rods for the ladies as well. We certainly do, yeah. We can't have Yes, we do. We do. We've got some great stuff, actually. So really cool stuff. Uh, yes, everyone, everyone supplied. Everyone can get in trouble. So, okay, yeah. Mike. Thanks very much for your time this morning. No we, dramas, guys. We'll talk to you next. Just before we go to a break, Blake, why pink fishing rods? Why can't it just be a normal fishing rod? Because the ladies and the girls like pink fishing rods. I they think do. they'd like whatever fishing rods Haven't you work. seen it in the States? They have pink guns. Pink guns. <laughs> True story. Don't pink argue rifles. with a pink gun. <laughs> oh, jeez. They do. I was amazed over there at Bass Pro. Pink guns. Pink guns. Well, a lot of, um, particularly down in the south of the, the states, a lot of females go fishing, and I've never seen them with pink rods. A couple yeah, of pink bikinis, yeah. but pink, no pink, pink rods. We've got pink rods in store yeah. for the kids. The girls love them. Yeah. 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 I like pink. Yeah. Barbie rods. There you go. Barbie Barbie <laughs> <laughs> does Barbie come with it? Ken does. Ken does. <laughs> it's news time at six o'clock, a big hour coming your way on the other side of the news. Please stick around.